Hello, everyone. Welcome to our very first episode of the Live, Love and Eat show. I'm Benedine Otto. I'm a certified transformational nutrition coach. I'm also an EFT practitioner, and I'm also the managing editor of a magazine called the Live, Love and Eat magazine. Now, our guest today is Ryan White. Now, Ryan White is a fitness and MMA coach who has been in the fitness industry for over 10 years. He's also a certified transformational nutrition coach. Now, growing up obese and unhealthy, Ryan changed and committed to a healthy lifestyle when he decided to become an MMA fighter. Having lost over 100 pounds in preparation for competition, he now strives to help others make meaningful change, having trained everyone from marathon runners and UFC fighters to average Joes and Janes. He's also a regular contributor for the Live, Love and Eat magazine. So welcome, Ryan. Welcome. Thank you for having me. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about yourself and how did you get started in your career? Also, uh, well, that was, uh, you know, a pretty succinct bio. I mean, that, that did sort of tell the story. I mean, like, truthfully, I always, you know, like, like the bio said, you know, I grew up being very unhealthy, generally very unhappy. And, um, and as a result, I would use food as a coping mechanism, you know, for, you know, to satiate really whatever I was feeling, whether it was happy, sad, etc. And as a result, you know, I ended up weighing close to 300 pounds by the time I decided to, you know, start doing uh, mixed martial arts. And just, you know, through that process, you know, that sort of, you know, sparked my curiosity for fitness because I knew it was something that I would need to learn if I wanted to pursue my goals in the MMA space. And so that was really what sort of, you know, got me really, you know, invested in educating myself on the whole process, you know, and that, you know, from both fitness to nutrition, you know, and all of it. And then from there, you know, I jumped into training people at first, like, almost selfishly, because it you know, gave me a job that let me stay in the gym, which I knew I would need to do a lot of. And it also gave me a flexible schedule. So I'd be able to train myself whenever I wanted. And so, but, and so, yeah, so I started in like a small, um, in a small racket club in, you know, a suburb of Boston, and then ended up, you know, go, um, even like having my own space for a while and working out of a ton of different places. Right now, I'm working independently, training clients in their homes and out of my mixed martial arts gym. Oh, that's wonderful. You're doing wonderful work out there. So tell me, uh, when you were um, obese, was it when you were 19 years old? Yeah, yeah. so that was when I first started training. And okay. so like, and, but that was also like the peak of my, you know, of my obesity. You know, as I was, I was, I was always overweight, you know, growing up, like I was, like I have memories of being a kid and not be like struggling to make the weight limit to play like youth football and stuff like that. And so it was always a struggle. It definitely like got worse once I started working and started to be able to like drive because I, I could get whatever I wanted when, you know, whenever I wanted it. And, um, and so, but so yeah, so it was at 19 that I was sort of at my peak and then that was when I started sort of getting okay. my life together. Oh, nice. So how did you, how did you change your mindset, you know, um, from, from being obese? How did you, how did you just, I mean, we know that you don't just wake up in the next morning and say, I'm changing myself. How did you get to that mindset of changing? I need this change. I need to lose this weight. I need to, you know, make a change in my life. How did you get to that mindset? 
So I was, so I was fortunate in, in two ways. And one of them is that I had a big carrot at the end of the stick, which for me was competing. Cause I knew, you know, I did a way to even that was, uh, was sort of the stick itself. Cause I mean, the reality is if I'm unhealthy, I can't move, I can't move and I'm doing what I'm doing that I'm going to get my face smashed in. <laughs> and, um, and so, and I also had a coach who was very good at sort of cultivating that mindset change. You know, he, what he would do is, you know, rather than just saying, well, you need to lose 130 pounds or you're never going to be able to fight. You know, he would, you know, when I'd say, when I tell him that I wanted to compete, he'd say, all right, we'll get to, you know, 250 and then we'll talk. Then he'd say, get to 220 and then we'll talk. It just sort of gradually started leading me down that road. And that made it much easier. Because I feel like an area where people struggle, especially when they know they have a long road ahead of them, mm-hmm. is they let that road become too daunting. You know, where like one of my key strategies with both myself and my, and, um, my clients who I help is to sort of take that big macro goal that they have, like say that is losing 130 pounds, and then break that up into much smaller, much more manageable ones. Because losing 10 pounds sounds far more attainable than losing over 100, you know? Yeah. Well, you also say that, um, I mean, um, I'm going a little bit deeper now, and I think you you would know that as well. Um, If you, you know, if you start, to train obviously it's not just about the training it's also about the food uh the nutrition the um you know what's going on in here can you tell us a little bit about um how how people can you know if they um start working out and start losing weight um how to work on their mindset as well you know because you know as well um that you know, mindset is also a big part of, um, you know, of, uh, of losing weight. Oh, I, I would, I, I'd, honestly, I'd argue it's the biggest part. Yeah. You know, because it's, um, you know, because it's one of those things, like, so, so first is for me, well, like I said, I was always an emotional leader and I still am. Like, that's something that, like, you, like you're I'm always working on and always, you know, sort of have to check myself with. And, um, and so what I find is, is best with people is for them to really cultivate a growth mindset. You know, like Carol Dweck has a great book on it called Mindset, where they talk about, you know, having your, your fixed static one and then the growth one. So I think adopting a growth mindset of knowing that just because you're not where you are right now, that doesn't mean, you, you know, you won't ever be. Mm-hmm. And that's just about putting in that work, putting in that discipline. Then I think that goes a long way. And now that can be a struggle for people too. That's also that happens overnight. And so what I think is best for people is, um, is to you know give themselves easy wins. Like one thing that I'll that I'll tell people when they when they start uh, working with me, like say it's um, a fitness client, you know, I ask them how many days a week they think they can work out. If the answer is five, then I then I tell them to make themselves do two because mm-hmm. two will be easy. You know, you can do two, and then yeah. and then once you do that, you feel like you've won. Whereas if you say, okay, well I'm going to do five. I know I can do five, so I'm going to do them. Then if by, you know, day four, you know, some, you know work, there's an issue at work or you have to do something with your family or whatever and you miss it, then, you know, in your mind, you're just going to say, well, I'm a piece of crap anyway and I can, you know, I'm not going to get this done. And so why bother? So I feel like it's best to like, give, give themselves those easy victories because especially too, if they're sedentary, if they're eating poorly, then they're going to see great results by just working out twice a week and introducing a 12-hour fasting window. 
you know, like yeah. things that are very, you know, easy and manageable to do at first mm-hmm. that will give them that like good feeling of knowing that they're on the right path. Yeah. Because, you know, cause I feel like if I said, well, you're going to go paleo right now and you're going to start training five days a week, then that, that, you know, that's too much. I mean, hell, I don't think I could do it like that immediately yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, no, I, I agree with you there because, um, you know, gradually, um, you know, um, move that up, you know, and then I can see where they are, you know, and, and like, uh, you know, there's like, you meet them where they are, you know, um, instead of giving somebody like, like you said, five, go work out five days a week and that person is not there, um, you know, and that's just not, you know, that's not good. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. And like, yeah. and so, so if we're talking like a, a specific tactic I do, at first, when I'm working with somebody on their nutrition, I don't even make them take anything away. What we'll mm-hmm. do, what I'll do is have them start crowding. And so, so, yeah, so rather than saying, you know, you're not eating bread anymore, you're not eating sugar anymore, you're not eating dairy anymore, say, you know, I'll say like, at every meal, get a handful of vegetables and a source of protein. Eat that first, and then after, I don't care what you eat. Yeah, I agree with that because when you take something away sudden, you know, um, that person is tend to go back, you know, and eat more of that. Um, That's what I do with my clients as well. You know, when they eat chocolate cake, just, you know, make it a little bit smaller, you know, the piece. And then gradually, you know, take it away and put something healthy in there, you know, like um, create a new habit. Yeah, Um, absolutely. And I feel like to... Once people can feel themselves like you're going in the right direction, then they're motivated to do more. I think a big mistake that a lot of people make is that they think motivation comes before action, mm-hmm. but really it's the opposite. It's like once you get going, that's when motivation kicks in. Yeah. You know, it's like, but you know, when you're first starting, it t- usually takes like, unfortunately for a lot of people, a big moment, mm-hmm. like a bad trip to the doctor's office or, you know, some other thing where you know their issues are sort of shoved in their face to sort of get them to change but it's not necessarily that they're motivated to yeah 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 no i agree um tell us a little bit about um you you train people um do you train um everybody yeah (laughs) everybody um what is your you know who who do you train um who comes to you so generally so uh, you know because especially when i was first starting i literally would take on anybody i had you know anybody who walked through the door i would happily train them and i still will but but now like what i what i specifically gear myself to are generally i train men between the ages of like 25 and 50. generally they're the kind of like listless sorts who life has kind of gotten in the way they've you know lost the lost the path a long time ago and they're looking to get back and so, like, I do train fighters and stuff, too, but that's sort of, like, that's not, like, the real uh, meat of what I do. I, you okay. know, for the most part, I work with, you know, your average person. You know, it, it tends to be more an alignment with men who are, you know, who are just trying to get their lives back, you know, because that's something I can relate to personally. You know, I mean, I've had a bit of a roller coaster myself where things work, things really don't work, things work. And so, like, you know, so I can, like you said, meet them where they are with that and you know and empathize with their position and so i think they find that less daunting than the person who came out of the womb with a six-pack you know yeah yeah i love that i love that um so um tell me you know when you when you lost all your weight 
I'm going back now again. Um, if you, when you lost all your weight, did you, was there uh, moments where, or still where you are today, is there moments where you feel like um, you're scared that you will go back, you know, um, to, to gain all that weight back again? And how do you, um, how do you not go back? So yes, there, there, you know, yes, you know, that, that was always an apprehension. And I mean, the truth is I have slipped a bit, you know, it happens, you know, yeah. especially like, you know, you know, for me, and this is part of the reason why, like, I haven't fought myself in a few mm-hmm. years, because I'd realized the main motivation for me doing for me, like, you know, getting healthy, losing weight was because of fights coming up. If I signed a contract saying that I was going to weigh 170 pounds on this date, then I'd make sure I did that. It's like, but I also knew that eventually fights weren't going to be there anymore and I needed to learn to be healthy for myself. And so I like consciously sort of took that step back and started working on that. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, so it's tough, you know, you have to find, you know, you know, that motivation for why you're doing it. And, and often, you know, what I really find that that comes from is a place of self-love, you yeah. know, cause yeah, you know, you need I to be in a position. <laughs> I know. love that. Yeah. Yeah. Self-love. Yeah, yeah, because, you, you know, you have to know that you deserve to be healthy. Yeah. You know, but unfortunately, you also deserve what you allow. So if you think that you deserve to be healthy, then you have to act like somebody who deserves that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That's, yeah, I love that. Self-love is, yeah, I think that's the, also the most important thing. If, because if you don't love yourself, you know, you will not, you know, everything happens inside. If you love yourself, you will see so much change overall you know Um, and then everything comes together nutrition fitness you know all those things comes together oh Um, absolutely and like you know because like in like depression something i've dealt with for much of my life i mean generally people don't become cage fighters because they're well adjusted (laughs) and um and so but um you know and so like that that was something that i really needed to come to terms with and understand too that if you're not feeling good about yourself it's very difficult to really put through the effort that you know that needs to be done in order to make that change because the reality is like to make meaningful change you know it's a coach's guide to help you know it's a coach's job to help motivate help guide them but there's going to be an element of suck that you can't avoid (laughs) and so and if you don't love yourself you're not going to be willing to sort of embrace that yeah you know that is very true yeah yeah. very true yeah I laughed that. I just laughed that. Um, so um, my last question is, what free tips will you give someone who's struggling to live healthy? You know, who's somebody out there that don't know where to start. How, what, what free tips will you give that person? So, uh, you know, so I, I thought a lot about this and actually some of it we did touch on. <laughs> and, um, and so I think that, you know, the three tips I wanted to focus on were, you know, mostly involved the mind and the whole my mental process of it. Because mm-hmm. like we talked about, that's a big part. So the first one I would say is to have clear and measurable goals. Mm-hmm. You know, like, so generally, like what I'll get from people when they come in is I want to be in shape. I want to get in shape. Then I need to ask them, it's like, okay, well, what does being in shape mean to you? You know, because like, for instance, like, if I'm getting ready for a fight, get, you know, being in shape means something a whole lot different than I would if I just want to look better on the beach. Yeah. You know, so to, so to create those clear goals. Then the second is to give, you know, to give yourself easy wins. Like I said, when you're first starting, it could all seem very daunting, especially if you're in a very unhealthy place. And I know I see people who are in very unhealthy places. Like, um, 
currently like my star client, you know, he weighed 355 pounds when he first started working with me, you know, got diagnosed with diabetes, was in like a really bad spot. And, you know, that can be incredibly daunting. And so from there, that's where those easy wins are so important. And so just making it something as simple as, you know, you're not going to drink soda after four o'clock, you know, or, you know, you're going to make sure you get to the gym once or twice a week. You know, I mean, I know that sounds like something so little, and especially for those of us in the fitness industry, we know that's not going to take you very far, but it'll take you further than you are right now. You know, because like, like, for instance, like when I first started, you know, my, my own journey with this, I was so remarkably unhealthy that if I just got like two sandwiches at McDonald's instead of three, I would lose weight, <laughs> you know, and so like, you know, so it doesn't have to be a big dramatic change, especially at first. It's just going to be like, you know, really small ones, you know, to get you motivated, get you feeling good and knowing that you can do it. Yeah. Like I said, if you, you know, if you read, you know, for a weekend about the ketogenic diet and then say you're going to go keto, you're going to, you know, you're probably going to fall off after three days. And if you're not in that place of self-love and if you're, and if you let yourself get to the point where you're, you're obese and you're unhealthy, you're probably not at that point. You know, but yeah. so if you're in that bad mental space and you're going to say, you know what, I suck anyway, why am I even doing this? Yeah. And so getting those easy wins is, is really important. And and so and the last one is to just, you know, you know, have it in your head to respect the process. A lot of people want things very quickly. And that's why they jump to things like keto or mm -hmm. the newest supplements that you get. Actually, I just had uh, a client who's returning who asked me about a thermogenic supplement. It's like, you know, it's like, you know, the results come from discipline and work. It's like not from a bottle. And it's like, it, you know, but they want it quickly. And so it's like, so you need to respect the process, understand it's not going to happen overnight. You need to learn to love the process too, you know, because there's, you know, there's going to be, there's going to be struggle with it. It's going to be difficult, but, but there's a joy in that, you know, and, and so like, and once you can learn to do that, it becomes, you know, far more manageable. And, that, and that's too how you get empowered to know that you can do it by sort of, you know, mentally toughening yourself out you know, through, you know, physical work, you know, through exercise. And then through that discipline of knowing that you turned down the chocolate cake in favor of something, you know, something healthier. That is awesome. 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 Yeah. Trust the process, you know, just, you know, slowly, but steady. Exactly. I love that. That is very good. Um, it was fun to have you here today. Um, and thank you for all the wonderful work you are doing out there in the world, you know, um, helping people with their health and wellness. And, you know, um, I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate it. I, I, I appreciate you giving me a platform too, to be able to talk. I had fun. Thank you. Thank you for being here. My pleasure.